It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. This is, is the Go Birds Podcast. Go Birds! Go Birds! Hey, hello. Birds podcast presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Shore Park, James Houser with you. And I'm tired. What's up? I'm tired. What's it like to be a nocturnal animal? <laughs> Dude, it's so weird. It is so weird. So I, I said this to the, you know, you should always check in the chat. We do these live on YouTube now, the WIP YouTube page. Check us out. It's a lot well, more fun. And we created the Go Birds community account. You yes. created it. Yes. So we'll get to that. We'll pump that up. But um, but yeah, uh I um I've been up for seven hours. I was so telling the people some, on the YouTube before we started, up for seven hours. Yeah, for it's some it's 10 o'clock for those who don't know. Yeah. James started the morning show this week. Yes, I'm assuming yes. most people know, but just to give some background for those yes. that don't. So my alarm goes off You're at what, 3.20. Three days in now, right? 3.20. 3.20. Oh, God. Yep. Man, there's just like, so when I do early morning flights, like you book them and you're like, oh, it's not that bad. But here's my opinion of waking up early. Six o'clock is not really waking up. Like 6 a.m. on is not really waking up early. 5 a.m., it's like, oh, I have to get up early. If it is a 4 or a 3 in it, <laughs> like a 3 is like, you might as well not go to bed. <laughs> a 4 is, wow, I'm barely going to sleep. So a 3, 20 a.m. I mean, I was I was texting you last night, I don't know, like 7-ish. 7.30. And you were like getting in bed. No, I think I texted you at 7.40. I was like, hey, man, I actually have to go to bed Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah, because I texted I you something else. I can't talk anymore. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So. Um, but it is different. Like the, and you can speak to it more, obviously, but I use this analogy in a text with you and I think it's, it's very true. Like just the whole station, the vibe, even the pod, like 
It's like that episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where he has an infection in his right ear, so mm-hmm. he has to make phone calls yes. on his left. Like, it's the same thing in theory, but it just feels so different. It feels so different. Even listening to the morning show, and like, you just sat like it, it's good. It just sounds different. Yeah. I can't put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. it. It's like, and then yeah, so it just all feels very different, dude. But tell and me I don't about like it. change. So so, it's, so you know what the funniest thing is is like um, obviously look, I wake up in the morning. There's no one out there. I, I drive into work. <laughs> there's no one in the city. I live in a freaking city. I see yeah, zero people. It's I've, pretty Three wild. days in a row, I've seen zero people. There have been a, a couple other cars. Zero people on the street. Zero. Done. Okay, so that's weird. Yeah. I get up. I have to like. I, so I have to like put my clothes out in the bathroom to start the day because I want to wake up. Emily, yeah. you know. And Zoe's been sleeping in our bed sometimes now and then, so that just adds to it and all mm. that. Oh, then, no, you're not waking her up at 3.30. No, yeah. yeah, that's a really bad idea. And then, you know, leave, go, drive in. It's the, the What thing, do you do for breakfast? So I make myself a little bagel before I leave. Here's the thing that you don't realize. You don't realize, like, all the little I'm things I'm listening. That I'm just going to make sure the audience. Yeah, it's good. That you don't realize all the little things that change. You know, like, dumb stuff. Like, you're so You don't have to tell it. me. Like, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we barely like, text. Like, yes. I feel like I barely talked to you in I the know, last, like, three days. it's outrageous, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's the little stuff that I'm noticing, like the, oh, I used to do this, and now I don't. And yeah. then again, just the fact that I'm done for the day at 10 o'clock, I mean, unless I'm doing a pot or whatever. It's like my every day. It's, yeah, <laughs> very jealous. It's pretty great. That's the best part. The best part is 10 o'clock being like, oh, Nothing but to do today. It is kind of, it's harder than you think to kill all that time. Yeah, like, it's it like, like, this is why I ask Kristen every day at like 1030, what's for dinner? It's like, <laughs> well, you I'm know, just sitting funny. here. You want to talk like, about early dinners now? I ate dinner at three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, that yesterday. sounds so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the best part of you taking the job. Like, forget three the perfect, forget, forget the professional development part of it. Like, you get to eat dinner at three. Like, well, that's, it's like my six. I figured it out because I'm waking up essentially three hours earlier than before. I woke up a little after six before. So essentially, like three o'clock is six o'clock in the evening for me. Right. In my in my, I, my prediction is eventually you'll end up going to bed around ten and waking up around four. You think I'm just gonna gut it out? Yeah, that's my prediction. Yeah. But who knows? Well, look, I mean, during Philly season, I'm going to have to watch Phillies games. So. Yeah, I'm Figure also. This is a side note. I'm like irrationally excited for this Philly season. I'm like How? very excited. Whoa, yeah. What is this? Like I'm like what? I can't wait for it to start. Oh I'm my also God, yes. here, here's a welcome aboard. Buddy. A high hopes take. You ready? Yes. I think by this time next year we'll be talking at, about Andrew Painter the same way we talk about Jalen Hurts. Uh, it's a great. Take. I think he like look Hurts is the best young athlete in the city. So full stop. But like I think Andrew Painter is gonna be the next like dude. I, I do. I was like looking at buying his jersey a few days ago, <laughs> but I didn't know what his number was. <laughs> is that was. why you texted us? Yeah, that's why I texted about the number. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like fully in on him. We should be uh, yeah. guys at that age who do who do what he does in terms of like the levels he's at and the productions he's right. at at his age. Are Hall of Famers, like for the most part. Well, and and he's got to stay like, healthy and all that. But like in terms of like his achievement at his age and the levels he's at, like it is elite, elite, elite stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't know anything about his numbers. I'm just saying when <laughs> just when I look him. at him and I hear him talk, you just I, you just feel yeah it. the name, the, the vibe, music thing. Yeah. You felt that. That's why I knew Alec Bohm was going to be great. Uh, I love this. This is a great take by you. And I was thinking about that this morning. Was I right about Alec Bohm? And I think when you hit a world a home run in the World Series, like I'm not saying he's like a all pro type of guy, but I think all I was pro. Whatever. You're showing your baseball all star, <laughs> whatever, blah blah, home run guy, person, well, DVD guy. I mean, come yeah. On. yeah, hey, you know, I I am famous in the baseball you lexicon are. world. Hey, if you watch a World Series DVD, you're I'm no Elliot. And if you ever heard an account say they could luck into a home run, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, I mean, baseball Twitter owes a lot of. Yeah, I, uh, I legit think in like 50 years, people will still be saying they that. They might. <laughs> it might be my best professional accomplishment ever. <laughs>
which is sad, but also amazing, but sad at the same time. It's a great point. I think so should we talk about the Eagles? Sure. Or, yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, we keep talking about waking up in the morning. Yeah. You know, all the weird little things you find out. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, no, I mean, we don't have to. It's here's just the funny. Thing. Well, it's, it's funny because like it is one of those things where, look, I've spent the first three days of the new morning show talking about the Eagles and all that. And, you know, spend our lives talking about the Eagles. And it's 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 just starting to not hurt as I, bad. It still hurts. I'm still crushed. I'm still like, I am not... In all honesty, I am excited about the Phillies. I'm starting to get excited about the Phillies. It's the first sports thing I've been excited about. I'm not excited about the Eagles. I'm just mm-hmm. not. I know I will be, and I'm super excited in a vacuum about Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to get better. I think I'll say it right now. What is it? It's uh, February 22nd. I already bet on him to win the MVP. I oh think yeah, he's gonna, he was like 12th or 16th. I think he's going to win like the that. MVP this year. I think Jalen Hurts is going to come back with a freaking vengeance and be freaking awesome. I just I can't I can't get juiced right now. I'm I'm still feeling the pain, Elliot. So but I'm trying to turn I'm trying to trick myself. That's what I just said on right. the morning show. I'm trying to I'm trying to like mentally trick myself into moving up. So I'm watching this show on Apple TV with Jason Siegel. The yes, the um the shrink show. Shrinking. Yes. And Harrison Ford. And <laughs> <laughs> real quick, what a weird combination of people. I know, it's the, Jason Siegel and the Harrison show Ford. is so good. But but anyway, it's so good. It's really, really good. Okay. So it's like exactly the perfect type of show you would think. So anyway, I would recommend it. I don't remember the name though. But shrinking. It's called Shrinking. Shrinking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so anyway, so in the show, it's about like he's a therapist and essentially, and this isn't a spoiler, like he like does things that therapists shouldn't do to like see if it will work, right? So here's my tie into that. Here would be my advice on the Eagles loss. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. You ready for earmuffs? Uh-oh. Yeah. Right, ready? Are like going to say ass or something? No, ready? Just like get the fuck over it. <laughs> <laughs> they lost. It yeah. sucks. Like, and nah. look, I'm it's big in like people take. should feel they want to feel. But the horrible advice take. I would give to you is like, as a friend and to everybody listening, is just come to peace with it. I will never. It's get been over. almost two weeks. Never come to peace with I, it. I, as long as I live, I will die someday. Hopefully, at the age of 130. Yeah. And I will. I will on my deathbed. Being one of the bed, things like I think about will be like, <laughs> we didn't get that Super Bowl. We should have. We had it. We won that Super Bowl, and because of a variety of reasons, we didn't. Yeah. And and I will never get over it. Now, can I move forward? I'm trying. Will I get over it? Never. Zoe's now, like they have to win a Super. Jalen has to win a Super Bowl for me to even like consider getting over. Zoe's kids' kids will be in the hospital, being like, "Sure, Grandpa, I bet the grass was wet." Yeah, so- <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, no, for you sure. Understand. Yeah. Players are falling all over yeah. the field. Only the Eagles played on it. I get it, Grandpa. They threw a flag to yeah. the ball at the ground. And they'd be like, that's right. I thought Just... it was a stop. Everyone's <laughs> Someone it's gives like, great oh, Grandpa James his medicine. He's yeah. talking about yeah. the game again. Um, but no, I think that, look, in all seriousness, I think it's time to turn the page. Uh, it's time to turn the page, man. Uh, like, uh, dude, uh, the combine is next week. We haven't I even know. talked and about like what free agents you would sign. I mean, there's a real chance by the time we record a pod next, which will be tomorrow, so probably not a super real chance. <laughs> but like, the Jalen contract could be done by next week. Like, this is coming. Like, the off season, whether we like it or not, the off season is moving ahead. Like, we haven't even talked about their defensive coordinators, right? Like, so. What I kind of think, and this ties into how you feel too, like my opinion on this team heading into the season is I I have no interest in running it back. Like I, I think it sounds painful. And like 
it would be like watching the same season of a TV show, exactly the same, and hoping the ending's different. Like, look. But, but the ending well, could be different. They got screwed well, out no, of the Super Bowl. I know. They it could, could be easily different. won. It, it could be different. Yeah. You're right. But what I'm saying they is, like, when I think about. They came so close they came to so, winning the Super Bowl. And, but when I think about I next year. back in a second. Bring the exact same guy. If I don't you know, could, man. I don't think I'm there. They can't. They can't. But if they could. Well, I they w- could if they wanted. They're just not. I would run it back. In a second, this team was awesome. This is the, in your opinion, the best team in the history I of the know, franchise. But you wouldn't run it back with the best team in the history of the put franchise. It this way. That's crazy. If I had to pick between bringing back every single free agent or not a single free agent, I would pick not a single. I free think that agent. is the craziest thing you. All right. So, so he, why? He, wait, That's let me nuts. tell you. Let me tell you. Because I think what hurts teams in trying to go back isn't the talent, isn't whatever. It's it's just. Really, 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 really hard for the same group of guys to go through that same emotional, like, sludge or whatever, like, dreck that they go through. Like, at the end of the day, this team, and that's what I'm talking specifically the free agents, this team is bringing back Jalen, Nick, AJ, Devontae, Goddard, most of the offensive line. Kelsey's the one free agent. I'll put it, like, I would bring him back. But, I, well, I'm <laughs> okay, saying, but to me, like, to me, I think what would help this team the most is an influx of, like, freshness and newness. But the odds that you're going to hit on all these guys you hit on, like, these guys are all but, good but you players. Don't, but here's the deal. If Jalen is the MVP next year, like you're saying, and he's just as good, if not better, than next year, be better. it's super, it doesn't, like, super matter who your defenders are. Not you saying see, it doesn't matter you, at you, all. Your whole but, defense doesn't matter. Take is crazy. They just lost the Super Bowl because defense matters. No, well, they Their lost it, too, sucked. for a lot of different reasons. But whatever. But the point I'm making crazy more is take. This. The point, and look, maybe it's because the season just ended and maybe by... You know, August, I'll feel differently. I'm just saying now, the idea to me of bringing back the same team and trying to do it sounds like a recipe for a disaster and also sounds emotionally draining. I looked it up, right? Well, I didn't look it up. Mark Eckel told me this, but <laughs> but I looked it up to confirm it. I tweeted it. Did you see the tweet about this before yeah. I ask you? Do you want to guess the last team in the NFC after losing the Super Bowl to go back when it was? I mean, it's been forever. It's like the the seventies or something. Yeah, like the seventy like Vikings. Vikings. Almost fifty I was about to say, years. Probably the Vikings. Props yeah. to you for knowing that. Well, I knew they lost four Super Bowls then, so I assumed it was probably them. They lost anyway. four. Then I, I knew they lost back to back. I didn't know if they lost four Super Bowls. Okay, those so like in a stretch, like where yeah, not four like, in a row, like yeah, a okay. ten year stretch or whatever. It was. So Maybe in the NFC, it's maybe. been almost fifty years. In the AFC, the Patriots did it, but if you remove the Patriots, excuse me, if you remove the Patriots, it wasn't since the Bills who lost four straight. So look, history is what it is. Jalen's awesome. Nick's awesome. That doesn't mean that they can't do it. I just mean to me, their best chance of going back to the Super Bowl is trying to do it with a mostly new group of guys. Because I think trying to do it with the same group is going to be... we. It wasn't the exact same group in 2018. I know circumstances, whatever. I just remember 2018 being no fun. I, I agree with you. Yeah. But that was a particular case. First of all, a lot of older guys. Like, these are not a lot of older guys. There are a lot of guys in their prime we're talking about as free agents, or at least close to their prime. I think that's a big factor. I think it's more of a 50 50 Second split of all, than you there's a big difference here in that that team won the Super Bowl. They were fat. They were happy. They did it. They were the first team in the history of this city to do that. They were on top, and it's easy. It's, it's really hard. And I thought Carson coming back and and him wanting one would like propel the team. I didn't realize that no one liked him. And that there <laughs> yeah, was, was going to be a motivating factor. <laughs> right. But this is a group of guys where every single one of these guys went through this. They know that pain. They know how close they were. Like, Could a group of guys ever be more motivated, more fired up but I, than that group who just lost the Super Bowl in that 
that way. Like, but I also think I get your point yeah. about because I know it is hard to go back and all that stuff. But like, look, let's be honest, teams are never the same, and these days, you know, it's never going to be the exact same team coming back to the Super Bowl, right? But as Jack Fritz, I, I mentioned, I, I was trying to keep. I mentioned Andrew through, Painter one and time, and he just he uh, appears in the, in the looking at us in smiling. Yeah. I haven't seen Jack in a few days. I'm used to seeing him every day. So. Yeah, and another weird. Thing. Anyway, continue. Yeah, point being that that I do think that they won the Super Bowl, and this losing the Super Bowl, you know, losing teams haven't gone back, but I think that's for a variety of reasons. And again, look, let's be honest. I'm not gonna. I don't think they're going back to the Super Bowl. I think they have a really good chance to, but I do think that the big thing with the difference this year compared to probably a lot of years, but certain years, the NFC is horrible this year. Like, the Eagles are heading into a conference where they have by far the best quarterback in the conference. Like, who's second? Who's the second quarterback in the conference? Who's even number two? Here would be my counter to that. Is that, and this is a basic take, but I'll say it, like, this time last year, we wouldn't have said that, right? So you just never know what's going to happen. Okay, 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 but strictly just the quarterback. Well, like, Dak. Dak is close, for what it's worth. Like To to Jalen? Dak isn't in Jalen's hemisphere. I, I... I disagree. I think Jalen's a top three quarterback in the NFL. Dak's like yeah. 12. Well, it depends how you, def- like, okay, maybe not his hemisphere, but I'm saying. Like, like you go through these teams, especially if, Dak Ro- is capable especially of- if Rodgers leaves, like, you're right. Well, Rodgers kind of sucks at this point. Okay. I'm over Rodgers. Okay, fine. Yeah. Then let's, whatever. Then, then like, a sta- an injured Stafford? Like, that, I, like, that's what I'm talking about with the quarterbacks. I mean, think about this. Like, you go through the SC, it's Daniel Jones, it's Dak, it's whoever Washington's going to start. Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, whoever Green Bay's quarterback is going to be, Justin Fields. Like yeah. Tampa Bay doesn't have a quarterback. Carolina doesn't have a quarterback. New Orleans doesn't have a quarterback. Atlanta has Desmond Ritter. Right. I mean, I'm just saying. No, no, I agree. It's San a bad Francisco, group for sure. Who the hell knows? Seattle, Rams. So Dak probably Arizona. is number two. In fact, two. I would go so far as to say this might be this might be the worst quarterback conference in the salary cap era, like in the last 20 years. Yeah, when you go like, through it like that, I agree. Right? Like I, I only, only So po- that is something that, look at me. Mr. Hopeful, Mr. Positive over here. That is something that <laughs> I've been I, thinking about that's giving me hope. I'm hopeful too, to be clear. Dak's I, the second best quarterback in the conference. That's crazy. Yeah, and and to be clear, I I also think the Eagles should go into next year the favorites to go back to the Super Bowl in the NFC. I think that, again, because they have all, basically all their offense coming back, that's a big deal. The only thing I'm saying is, having lived through 2017 to 2018, I know there's differences. They won. They did win, but I think when you talk about fat and happy, you're also talking about paid. And a lot of these free agents are going to be paid if they're coming back. Sure. Right? So that's so a fair point. My, my and again, I think they're all great players and great guys. I don't think like Bradbury and Chauncey Gardner and T.J. Edwards are like are bad locker room guys. I'm just saying, I think to me, and right now again, maybe it's because the season just ended. The idea of running it back with everybody just feels like it's not going to end up working out because I think that. When you have the exact same group of guys carrying all the same baggage, I think the only thing the only thing that stops this team from being great next year is injury or baggage. And so in my opinion, I'd like to remove as much of like the emotional baggage as I can if you can bring in guys of similar quality, right? Like there's gonna be good free agents out there. And if they're gonna pay Bradbury and Chauncey, like they're both gonna command big money. TJ's probably gonna get Look, decent. There's no chance they can bring them all back. No, they this can't. This is but a, a a you know a hypothetical conversation that can't. Who would really... you bring back? Like if, if you know Taking everything into consideration, if you could bring one guy back, let's say you question. have one big, one big contract to hand out. So, real quick, just before that, though, just to, to wrap a point on a bow on the, the the point, I agree with what you're saying in general. I do think the emotional baggage with this team is is we lost the Super Bowl and we were so close, we want to win it. Like I do think there is a chance for this specific emotional baggage yeah. to be a motivator as opposed to a, a detractor, or it tears everything down. Yeah, who knows? You know, but again, like, they had such a good culture, and with Jalen right. at the top, I trust that that culture would be there with this group of guys, but. Okay, uh, in terms of, of 
if I could just bring one back, I mean, for me, it's 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 three play. I mean, not including Kelsey. Let's take Kelsey off the board. Yeah, Kelsey is its own thing. Yes. right. And I would say Kelsey won. I think he's so. I, I agree. Know I would, Kelsey would be number one if okay. he's on this list. But outside of that, uh, for me, it's it's a clear top three. It's like clearly the top three options are for me, and I, I'll tell you where I go with with one. Right. But it's it's Bradbury, CJ, GJ, and Hargrave. I think they are the three best players that they could potentially lose this <laughs> offseason. Um. So I think Hargrave is probably the most important in terms of where this team is at. Yeah. You know, we've talked a lot about the important position. Important position. They don't have dudes there. You know, I mean, Jordan Their top Davis. Four guys are free. Yeah, agents. are free agents, and Jordan Davis is the fifth guy. And like, I think Jordan Davis will be better in year two. I, I'm not out on Jordan Davis, but he's certainly not a he's not a pass rusher. So, he's not someone you feel good about getting to the quarterback. And Hargrave does that at elite level. So the, I was I was debating whether to say this on the pod, but it's just it's too good not. Oh to. God, you're doing your thing, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. So he so, said this to me like six times already. All right. Elliot is so <laughs> in love with this idea. Okay. No, no, no. I'm not even in love with the you idea. Just, you love the you love the concept of the yeah. idea. So yeah. I'm at the Super Bowl, and the person I'm sitting next to, it's not like a reporter or anything, and we're we're talking about Jordan Davis, and he goes, I think Jordan Davis' best position is offensive guard. <laughs> and here's the thing about it. Like, I would not move him to guard. I do actually agree he'd be a great offensive guard, but I think it speaks so much of where he is at that the idea of it is even like, it, like, it, it, like we're talking about, you know, like he would never say I think Javon Hargrave would be a great right. offensive guard. So I think the, the, the jury on Jordan Davis is like very much out. Yeah. I think you're right, I think, right now going to next massive, year. I think it's a massive mistake. I think it is crazy to be out on this kid already. Oh, no, no. I'm not out on him. I know the you're not. I'm, making I'm talking is, to every people out there to right. guard guy it's and all that. It's just like such a funny hysteria. Like, yeah, again, like, like to you, I, I don't know. Like, you made this point in the season. When Jordan Davis hurt, got I, yeah. hurt, when he had a high angle sprain, you were like, he's not going to contribute this He's year. done, yeah. You said that. Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, my God, he didn't contribute this year. Like, yeah. That's what happens when you're that size and you have that injury in your rookie season. Like your season's pretty much cooked. Yep, like especially I agree. when they bring in guys who contribute. Like it's just gonna happen. And so, like I, I look, it was a bad rookie season for Jordan Davis. It's the thirteenth pick in draft. There's no other way to look yeah, it at was it. Bad, it's a, bad rookie a year. Disappointing year. I think it would be crazy to be out on him after yeah, that rookie. Year. I agree. I'm not out on him. I just think when you're building the roster, you didn't love him coming into the draft right. too and stuff. So there's different angles on that. Yeah. I'm just saying in general, like. That the way that season played out, that was not a way to be like, oh, this guy's done. Like, he's I, not I don't think it's a you're out on him thing, but it's certainly like a, ooh, you know, it's like it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. But again, I'm not surprised after that injury that he didn't contribute after they brought in Sue and Jason, who were both yep. really good. Now you know? he wasn't that good before, but also it was like his first no, six was, games. It was first so six games, and he it, wasn't horrible. He wasn't horrible. Like, yeah. He was just like com- a complete. He wasn't playing a ton, and he wasn't. Yeah, right. but I, I think like going into next year, you want Jordan Davis to. On the depth chart, ideally, when we start. look at it, you want to be a starter. Well, you want I, him to turn himself into. But one I think one. you need to plan as if he's like your fourth. Of course you do. Yeah, yeah that's my point. Like you so can't that's why hand I'm saying him a starting. Job. That's why I'm saying Hargrave is so important. So I, I, you know, and Milton Williams, for what it's worth, who I think has shown potential. Yeah, he's nice. He's fine. Yeah, I like. Well, yeah. look, I think he's better than Jordan Davis at this point. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, Jordan Davis hasn't shown anything right. yet. Um, and I, look, they're completely different players. One guy's agreed. Thin, I, like, I think Milton Williams like, could maybe do what Javon Hargrave does. Like, may, like if he, he took, could be it, maybe Javon improved, Hargrave light. Maybe. Yeah. He, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, he had I think did he have four and a half, five sacks last year? I don't know. Yeah. Don't now, know. granted, he's playing a lot of garbage. Yeah. But whatever. But regardless, I I think um, like obviously Chauncey's the youngest. Um, and I do think his versatility, his ability to play safety and nickel, and kind of do a lot of the Malcolm right. stuff. I do think that's really valuable for this team and, and the way they've liked to play defense over the last few years, whatever. Um, 
And then I think Bradbury is probably just the best player of the three, like the best at his position, and probably you know, arguably the most that or Hargrave the most important decision. But again, they're both five years older than CJGJ, so mm-hmm. I'm really torn on this. Like those three are my top priorities. They won't keep all three. Um, I'd probably keep Hargrave if I had to pick one of the three. It's probably it's probably Hargrave, CJGJ, Bradbury, but like it's razor thin, and they are my clear top three. So the one caveat I'll put in before, because I agree, those are the top three. I agree. And then TJ would be number four for me. Yep. And BG, I think, you know, there are BG's, other reasons for it. Yeah, but like, BG's going to get like $4 million. Yeah, exactly. He'll so, be cheap. I, I think he's worth bringing back for cheap. I would definitely but, bring yeah, him back. I agree. 100%. Um, I think he'd be, uh, first of all, he's still a good player. I think he's a great locker room. Like, all those things. I would definitely bring him back. Um, so, of the uh, of the three guys you talked about, the one caveat I'll say is, and I'm just starting to look into the draft, it does seem like at the top at 10, there's a good chance corner will be the best player. So that's something to factor in. Absolutely it but, is. But if we take that out for a second, we just talk about those three players, you could convince me into an order of Bradbury, Hargrave, Chauncey, because I think having a number two legit corner is so huge for them. And I think it's a position where if they get it wrong or if the rookie that they draft isn't good right away or they they let Bradbury walk and they sign someone else but he ends up not being that great i think it could really really hurt the defense like i think a, a an average to below average slash bad number 2 corner in today's nfl is really really bad news so while i agree the defensive tackle spot is also super important i think the the security of Bradbury is worth paying, in my opinion. Now, of the three, I think he's probably the one that'll be least affordable because yeah. I think he's going to get a lot look, of money. He is uh, going to. Although be, I do wonder if the league views him as a number two and not a number one. Uh, certainly possible. Look, he's going to be what thirty-one next season. Yeah, he's older too. At that position, you know, speed, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, for sure. So, and, and you could flip around and say, look, they got Darius Slay at what thirty or twenty-nine when he came here. He's had a good three years here, yeah. or whatever. But. I would just be a little worried about giving a corner at that age coming off as, you know, an all-pro season or whatever, what he's going to get, the type of years he's going to get. That would be my one. I I would bring, again, I would like all three back in a perfect world. But I do think the Bradbury contract compared to the years and the age and all that could be the most untenable of the three. Here here would be my thing on Chauncey. Hold on. Before you do your Chauncey thing. Download the Bet Parks. Come on. I mean, come on. Elliot just said it. Come on. Come on. But also, like, you know. Soccer is about to begin. Uh, most importantly, Ma- yes. American soccer. Yes. You know, yes. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm allowed and not allowed to say. You in can the, say it. Good. The it, union, sure, are about to begin on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Um, basketball, obviously, still going yes. on. Yes. You know, I know everyone's still upset about football, but there's still money to be made. There, out there. is money to be or made. Or put it better, there's parlays to lose out there. Exactly. Yeah. And and there's sports to be watched, and thus yeah. fun to be had if you have money on those sports. That's last pretty night much all I watched in. a U17 soccer game. Yeah, your boy. They're like won, little kids out there. You want to know your boy my money on betting on Mac McClung to win the no, dunk contest? You? What were yes! his odds? Plus what were 100. His... It wasn't great odds. Oh, yeah. But I was like, he's plus 100. All the odds were like plus 400. I was like, he's probably just the best. Yeah. Well, I was like, I'm gonna like for anyway, so yeah. boom, winner. That's the beautiful thing. You can bet on all this stuff. You can have so much fun with the app. The app is easy to use. It's intuitive. Download the app in the App Store, Google Play Store, or at betparks.com. Use our promo code GoBirds. That's I do G-O-P-I-R-D-S. think of all the cool parts, the intuitive part's the coolest part. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. For, <laughs> no right, right in the middle of my thing there. You're no problem. Like, Let me just jump in. That's yeah. Good. It was a pro move. Uh, anyway, use our promo code. $750 in, in uh, bonus site credit back if your bet is not a winner you must be 21 in president pennsylvania new jersey game problem going 100 gambler chauncey so my thing with chauncey is obviously i think you hate he, him nah, yeah. yeah he's a very good player he's a very good not, player. not that good not a fan <laughs> I, I just like oh no i don't not. know man unless unless you're in if the argument for chauncey is avante gets hurt all the time then i'm in on it 
if the argument is paying him $14 million or whatever it's going to be per year to play that that position of safety, I, I would almost rather just pay Avante and Reed Blankenship. Because I think Reed Blankenship is not as good as Chauncey right now. But oh, he, come on. He's not close to Chauncey. No, no. He's, oh, well, I, I agree. Like, if Chauncey's a 10, I think Reed's probably like a 5 or a, or a yeah, 6. Or, I think that's but, fair. But he was a rookie last year. You have a whole offseason now. He makes like four hundred thousand yeah, dollars as opposed to fourteen million dollars, mm-hmm. right? So, well, I don't think they're. You said this on the air, but I don't think they'll franchise. I don't, I don't think, think they will. But if the million. number of franchises fourteen, that might be where his annual starts. Like you're right that I don't think there is to me, in my opinion. Look, he's not the best safety in the NFL. He's not, together. but it doesn't always matter when you hit the free agency it. at the right age. You're right. You're right. You're right. But look, I think there's a zero percent chance he plays on the franchise tag. Do I think there's a ten percent chance they franchise him just to? Keep his rights, yes, but I don't think there is any shot he plays on the franchise tag. Keep keep think about this: they currently have around nine or ten million dollars in salary cap space. They're going to have to open money up just to sign any, like pretty much anyone, but definitely Jalen and everybody, right? Chauncey, if they franchise tag him, will hold fourteen million dollars on the salary cap until they either like rescind it or sign him. And so, to me. There is no shot they are going to open up an additional $4 million just to then use 100% of their salary cap space on Chauncey, in my opinion. So I think if they sign Chauncey, and I think they could. like He's young, he's versatile in the secondary, all those things. My guess is you're going to see like a four-year deal with two dummy years. Like That's, I think, how they bring Chauncey back. I don't think they're going to do a one-year $14 million franchise deal with him. But here's my thing with Chauncey is I just like... You have nobody behind Bradbury. You have nobody behind Hargrave. Reed is not Chauncey, but Reed, I thought, was solid last year. And again, only makes like four or five hundred thousand dollars. So that to me, that would be my Chauncey argument is if if they think Avante is no longer dependable, then I can get spending for Chauncey because then you can move him to nickel if if you need. But ultimately, I would not be too super thrilled about spending fourteen million dollars at that position. When you have Reed Blankenship there, yeah, I agree. And look I, again, I uh, you know we don't know who the defensive coordinator is going to be, the yeah. style of defense they're going to play, what type of va- you know, and you don't sign a player just for that, but it, it's certainly a, a factor in what they're going to do. You know, they wouldn't have drafted Jordan Davis last year if they didn't want to run three, four concepts yeah. and all that type of stuff. So it does it does play a role in that type. Of and stuff. while like and while Nick does not run the defense, Nick and Howie are involved in the big picture philosophical. philosophical parts of the defense. So yeah. forgetting what you think they should do, what you want them to do, whatever. Who do you think if they're you're, take us inside the room with Howie right. and the scouting's having all right now, what they're talking about, whatever, who's their top guy? Who do you think they in that room are prioritizing and saying, We'll figure everything out, but we're keeping him? So the two guys to me would be Chauncey and TJ Edwards. And for different reasons. TJ would be because I think he's not going to get a ton of money, and I think he's really important to what they do. Like, if you lose him, I mean, you know, you, you can, I don't know if N'Kobe's going to play that exact position, TJ. I think it's did. more likely N'Kobe would take over would take for over Kaiser, Kaiser anyway. Right. But N'Kobe is a complete question mark at this point. I just think the dependability of TJ is appealing. But then, obviously, for Chauncey, because he just checks so many boxes. Like, they, they traded a, what was it, like a conditional, fourth and a fifth, a fourth think, and a fifth yeah. for him. He's only 24 years old. Like, the he age had, matters there. He too. had the kidney thing, but, or a spleen, or whatever it was, but that's not really. It's a freak injury. Yeah, that's not like a, a knee injury you have to worry about. So he's young, he's healthy. I think he is a good locker room guy. Now, he's going to cost. Like, that's the issue with Chauncey. But I, I think he checks the most boxes. Hargrave to me is interesting because 
I don't think they believed Hargrave was a good run stopper, and I think Gannon specifically was not super high on Hargrave in that regard. But I do wonder if with Gannon gone now, if maybe their their Hargrave stock goes up, and again the positional value. But I think it would be Chauncey TJ. I mean, look, then there's Kelsey, which is again a whole other thing. But what do you think is going to happen with Kelsey? I think he's going to come back. I do tell. That's uh, my and again. Prediction. That's just the vibe I've gotten. Feeling. So then, like, what do you do with Sayamalo? I think I he, forgot about him, but he's super important too. My get, if I had to bet what they're what they're going to do, because I think Sayamalo is going to get not paid paid, but he's going to make some money. I mean, he's look at what Big starting, V got that I mean. year. He's been a starting guard in this league. He's a guard, tackle, but, but still. I think they're going to move. Uh, I think, and it's again, is predicated on Kelsey coming move back. Jergens. I think Jurgens will be your guard. That's yeah. what I think is the most. My most likely outcome is Samala leaves, Kelsey comes back, Jurgens gets a year at guard, and then moves over. I would also, well, never mind. But like, <laughs> no, nah, I just don't want to go down that road. Nice, like that. Um, love that. I love everyone here, sitting there listening to me. Like, what the? What was he going to say? I have to know what he was going to say. I know. Maybe I'll put it in the Go Birds community. I like that. If you meet Ellie in person, you can ask him what he's yeah. going to say there. But <laughs> like, um, what are you talking about? I don't remember that at all. So, uh, here's a question for you. Yes. Would you rather spend money on bringing back one of the guys we talked about or spend money on like a stud number three receiver? Like somebody that's like, he might be the best number three receiver in the NFL. One of and the just guys, move on from Quest. One of the guys we talked about. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'm Look, cool with that. I'm I just wonder. Fine moving on from Quez, but I I can't. I, and I'm not out on Quez. I'm just saying the clear yeah. the clear need on I, offense I can't is justify. An there. I, I can't justify spending the money. Like again, I do care about defense. Unlike you, yeah, I, don't I care do about care about defense. defense. Yeah. I'm spending money on defense. Okay, I do not. I'm not. I think a, that's fair. I was just curious where you felt. Look, it. it's interesting. All right. Um, let's get to the defensive coordinator and yep. the, the offense. Is the offensive coordinator as simple I think as it's going to be Brian be, Johnson? Just that they haven't done it yet. I mean, you don't even strange. hear him interviewing people. Yeah, it's weird. So yeah. it'll be Brian Johnson. All right, uh, the defensive coordinator. You had said Jannard Wilson, probably the in-house Favorite. leader in the clubhouse. Obviously, they've brought some dudes in. You know, Vance Joseph, probably the, the biggest name, Jim Leonard, some other guys, the Michigan guy. They, they've brought some dudes in here. Yeah. What do you make of the defensive coordinator search, your feel on it so far, and ultimately where you think it ends? Well, so I saw an interesting point on Twitter, and I forgot who said it, so I, I forget. But there is an advantage to interviewing a bunch of people, and it's interesting they're not doing it on offense, at least that we know of. But, like, you get to just pick everyone's brains, get ideas, all these things. So I don't think the fact they're interviewing people means that they're not going to hire Denard Wilson. I agree with that. But they're meeting with Vance Joseph twice in two days, right? Like, so that's pretty important. So my my opinion of it is, from a defensive coordinator perspective, like, what do they want? And I think this kind of goes back a little bit to, like, the freshness of it. I do like that they're going to have two new coordinators just in the way that, like, to I re- your point at the start, yeah, you I want really freshness. just think, like, I really think a, a breath of fresh air will be advantageous to this team next year. But, um, so Vance Joseph, like, first of all, Vance Joseph's defense sucked last year. They were 31st in the league in points allowed. They've been bad. I think he's been there four years. They were really bad two years. And then two of the years, I think they finished 10th and 11th in, in points allowed. Um, now, part of that is talent. Like, the Cardinals don't have a ton of talent. Um, what I like about Vance Joseph is he's a former head coach. He has experience at coordinator. He kind of checks the, like, just hand the defense to him, and Nick doesn't have to worry about it. At least you would hope. Like, Vance might suck, in which case then you have to worry about it. But I think that Nick, ideally, with especially with Steichen gone, is going to have more responsibility and more, like, monitoring to do on the offense side of the ball just because Brian Johnson will be new in the job. I like Brian Johnson. I think he's going to be good at it. But it's just something, it's a variable Nick has to deal with. So ideally you want a defensive coordinator that is able to handle that. And I think with Vance Joseph, 
there's a high floor with him. Like he, like the players love him. Like all, like he just has a floor. He of, walks in. He with won't a, be a train yeah. wreck. I he, guess. And, and also, he walks in with a cachet. Like yeah, he doesn't need to win it. the locker room over. They'll he'll, he'll, he'll have won it over walking. Hundred percent. Now, the thing that excites me about Jim Leonard, if Jim's his first name, it is. It is. So, Jim Leonard. Nailed the it. thing that excites me about him is. It's just, it feels like he could be the next big thing. Like, it feels like he could be the one that'll come in. And again, what I loved about Gannon was he just didn't allow big play. Like, whatever. We don't have to get back into that. Pew, 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 yeah, pew, yeah. pew, pew. Well, don't get me started on pew, that. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> like, the hypocrisy of Eagles fans. But <laughs> I anyway. Mean, anyway. I, it's because we, we know him, though. It's a difference. We knew nothing about Nick Sirian. That's the difference. Well, things. Is we are reacting but nationally, to this people with are our knowledge. Fun again. Well, yeah. that that's on them. Right. For us, we know John again. This Nick Sirianni was the first time we saw him. We were like, "What?" But Gannon, we know him and don't like him. I don't like this version. I don't. I've never. I've always thought he failed upward. You I've know always, that. My well, theory. I've always I said he, I thought his personality of the three of like Nick, Sagan, and Gannon. To me, he felt the most like in like not yeah, inauthentic. Yeah, he comes like, off pop. as like it's, it's all forced. It's all. Yeah. And again, I've I've you know I've always thought he. I think he speaks well and he's failed upwards. That's my John again. Right. So the Leonard thing, what I would like about him is, I think there's a chance he comes in and is like a superstar and like super creative and does all. Like I'm just not a fan of retread coaches. Like I probably said it a billion times when they're looking for head coaches. I'm not a fan yeah, of. You the said re- it. Yeah. Right. Like I'm not a fan of it. So. The Vance Joseph thing, what I like about it is the security of it. Like, but it's not exciting to me. It's like, it's like, oh, like, okay, Vance Joseph. Like, I I, I don't, like, it doesn't change so how funny, I. Because Eagles fans, I think that's the most exciting one for them. Going right. From but for me, Leonard, to yeah, like someone like Vance Joseph, they're like, okay, this guy is proven. Right. Who's 31st this guy is a in the Super league. Super Bowl winning defensive yeah. coordinator. Like, all that stuff. Right. You right. Know? Where'd he win the Super Bowl? I assume with the Broncos, didn't he? He was the coordinator there? Oh, wasn't he the coordinator of Kubiak? I thought he was only the coordinator. Well, he was a. Maybe you might worry about this. He became a head coach, so I would yeah, guess. Yeah, in Denver, yeah. he was a head coach, too. But um, I think he was the coordinator there first. Let me look it up. So, Let's anyway. Find out. But find while out you look it up, I'll continue. The Leonard thing would just be to me, it would feel like an aggressive, exciting. Oh, no, you're right. He was not there. I, yeah, I feel like I would have seen that. It's a bad job by me. It's okay. So, he was not. He's been up a while. I have been. Yeah. yeah. But um, he's really not as accomplished as I mean, he's been in the league for a while. I mean, he's, he's held jobs, like, but in terms of his. Like, I thought he had a way stronger resume than No. He's his, been a defensive coordinator one year, and then he got a head coach job, and then he's the, the year he's bad as a head coach was. He's a horrendous head coach. And then, All right, take and back then the coordinator thing, like. Mal. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. The coordinator thing, he had two good years where they were 10th or 11th in points. But, like. He's and 11 then, and 21. And then there's this coach. thing where he blitzes all the time, and people are like, oh, well, they're going to bring in someone. That, like, He's not going to blitz if he comes here, in my opinion. And also, the Eagles were 16th in the league in blitzing or whatever. So it wasn't uh, he like. He was with Kubiak in Houston. I get confused by it. Anyway, go well, ahead. I can't imagine Sorry. that went well. No. But <laughs> the keywords of uh, Kubiak and Houston just lead me down a path of it probably was not yeah, good. Yeah. But. Um, Gary Kubiak, Super Bowl winning head coach. So of the two, I would probably pick Leonard just because I think there's a freshness. But, but the concern with Leonard is. He could come in and be like a freaking disaster. Like he could come in and like not be able to adjust to the NFL. He could. It'll be his first time on the job. Like at least Gannon had coached in the NFL before. Well, Jim Leonard played in the. NFL. He played in the NFL. Yeah. But if I'm if I'm right about this, I don't, I don't think know he's... if he, I think he was a coach at some point with the Ravens, wasn't he? Well, uh, I think like he a... played. Well, he was like an intern. I'm talking coach. like a yeah, like a, a position. I don't think he's remember? held a position of power. I don't know. I this one I have no idea. I was flat wrong about Vance Joseph. I'm not going to. I go love down that the uh, the live. Figuring out what's going on. It's here. great. Yeah. So you're right. He's never been a coach in the NFL. Yeah. That's Just what I thought. So, yeah, yeah. so there would be some concern there of 
of like, could this guy be disaster? And then all of a sudden, like Nick has to deal with the defense more, you know, all those things. So I, look, this is why I think Gan- losing Gannon hurt because I think replacing him is going to be harder than people pew, pew, think. Pew. Like, okay, pew, but pew, pew. Yeah, yeah, well, you know what? Like pew, pew, pew. defense gave up 21 points on the way to the playoff. <laughs> yeah, all right. So anyway, <laughs> like I mean, of the three, who would you rather have? Uh, In all seriousness, yeah, if you could pick Jim Le- Jim Leonard, Vance Joseph, or Jonathan Gannon, what would you order? I actually like Jim Leonard. So would every, I be your every, one? Every single one of my like I have like uh, six like not six like. Four of my best friends went to Wisconsin. Wow. Shout out to Be Justin. Remember Be Justin, Justin yes. Decker, my buddy who listens. It's random he went to four Wisconsin. Four friends that went to Wisconsin. Yes, it's super weird. Like, and th- you knew them all before so they went. I knew, I knew three of them. Justin is actually the one I met because my buddies went to Wisconsin because, okay, and became so he friends is with Justin. From Wisconsin, so, or he's like from the school. Yeah. So regardless, um, I, like I've talked to those guys a lot and stuff, and they, they're Jim Leonard fans. They like Jim Leonard. I I, I think Jim Leonard. Yeah, I would. Is, I'd is be, the most interesting hire of the. Bunch. Yeah, I that would like. I think Vance Joseph would come here and like if he did a good job. I'd be fine. Could with, be the I'd defensive be, coordinator for like. I'm a lot less impressed after looking at his actual resume than I was before. Well, it's but, funny because you just held up a picture of Zoe, but <laughs> I did. It was underneath. Yeah, yeah, I, didn't yeah, realize, yeah. I didn't realize my phone had no, locked at that um, point. But I yeah. think like Jim Leonard could come here and be hired away in two <laughs> years. Zoe, yeah. Yeah. He could, oh, I got a Zoe a Zoe quote. Uh, coming I'm up. sure Don't you know. So it's been a while. Yeah. So I think Jim Leonard could come here and in two years is like gone. Where I think Vance Joseph could come here, and he like the advantage was I don't think he's ever probably getting hired away again because he'd already been a head coach. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so that would that would those are my defense coordinator takes. Ultimately, like I said, to me, I like the idea of exciting and new on defense. Vance Joseph doesn't feel that to me. Um, and ultimately, like when I think about this team next year, it's super important that they're bringing back Jalen AJ Goddard, the offensive line, like. You know, Sirianni. So I, I think Brian Johnson's going to be the guy. I feel good about the offensive side of the ball. The defensive side of the so ball. You should feel good about the Eagles then. You shouldn't yeah, be worried, I do. About, you well, should okay. be worried about anything else. I do. You don't even care. That, you should have stopped. I just said there. they should be the favorite in the NFC. I do feel good defense. about them. I'm just saying, because of that, I like the idea of freshness on defense. Because if you're going to, if your offense should stay the same and like is going to be the same, I think defense is a chance to really like have a new identity and, like, do new things and not just – look, you're not going to get 70 sacks again next year. So you're going to have to – it's going to have to be different. And I like the idea of bringing in new players and Leonard and, like, having that ball – that side of the ball, like, recreate itself and letting the offense just, you know, hopefully continue to be great. Okay. Uh, two last things before we get out of here and final thoughts, of course. But um, two more things. And we're going to talk about a lot of this stuff in more detail. This is like a set the table for the offseason right. kind of pod. Um, but the Hurts contract – we're going to get into it in more detail, what we expect now, but that could happen soon. Yeah. Just your take on when you think it'll happen, what type of deal we're looking at, and all that. So when he signs it, we'll do a, a pod about it, an yeah. emergency pod yeah. discussing it. But let's I'll like basically give you a preview of what that's going to sound like. All right, so it's like, hey, hello, it is, go birds, blah, blah, blah. Elliot, they signed Jalen. Like, first of all, so happy for him. He earned it. Yeah, man, he's the best. So what do you think of the deal? Well, he certainly got paid. Ha ha, that's a lot of money. He's, he's one of the top three in the league. Well, you had to pay. You had a great year. That's true. But how he, how he did it in a great way. This is team friendly. They're committed to him for three years. A little worrisome because guys can get hurt. But ultimately, if you're going to bet on anybody, you're going to bet on him. Props to Howie for structuring in a way where the t- it's team friendly. Like, that's it. That's okay. What it- Okay, we're done. Do we not need to do I the mean, pod? Well, so I'm just going to, whenever it happens, I clip that audio. Right. And we're going to put it out there and say, Jalen Hurts Emergency Contract Podcast. Right. 
And it's just that. Well, and I think it's simple because when we did the Carson Wentz pod where they, like he was coming off injuries, right? There was yeah, like- oh, Both of us are like, pay him. We're good. Like, yeah, like, we're not going to be battling about and this. And he's going to get a lot of money. And like, to the point we always say, like, I- I trust Howie in this situation, so you know. So here, here are my some other like more deep, real thoughts on it. But I'm also being serious. I do think it'll be a lot of money that'll be structured in a team friendly way. My re- my guess is reaction from everyone is gonna be like, "Wow, Howie did it again," and Jalen got his money. That so, but here would be like some things I would point to. For me, it doesn't really matter if you give him fifty five a year or forty five a year. Like ten million dollars in salary cap space isn't nothing, but it's not a massive part of the salary cap. So ultimately. What is per year average to me? I get it matters when you talk about like where he ranks, but in terms of the contract, I'm not concerned about that. My concern, if I'm the Eagles, and just look, let's be real, they have to be heartless in these negotiations. You want, in my opinion, to be like com- like locked into him, like, whereas in like you cannot move on from him, not even like 30 million dead cap hit. Like you can't move on. I wouldn't want to go more than three years, just because I think three years in the NFL is a really long time. I would say this about literally. Any player, Mahomes, like would maybe be the only exception, but even him. This is nothing about Jalen. It's nothing about his playing style. It's nothing about his personality. I just like locking yourself into somebody for three years is a long time in the NFL. So I think for the Eagles and Jalen, it might be advantageous to do a shorter deal because Jalen's only 24. So from the Eagles' perspective, I am happy to give him a new deal in three years and pay him a ton of money then. If in three years he's healthy, he's still playing great. Like this is what I say with Carson. I was okay paying more for Carson a year from then because I wanted to see what type of player he was post-injury. I have no problem paying top dollar for something that I know is top quality. It's probably why Kristen gets mad at me on how I spend my money sometimes. <laughs> but ultimately, like if I'm the Eagles, I would I'm fine paying Jalen like 55 million over the next three years and knowing in three years I have an out or I'm not locked into him because guys get hurt, guys tear their ACLs. God forbid he tears his Achilles and then he's not the same player. God forbid his throwing shoulder thing, like who knows, right? So it's not even about Jalen. It's just that after watching what happened with Carson and seeing how quickly injuries can deteriorate a career, and I know it's a bit of a unique example, I think it's advantageous for both sides to do a shorter deal. Jalen can hit the market again at 27. The Eagles are not locked into somebody for a super long term. So my opinion, like I'd be fine giving him three years, $180 million fully guaranteed, where like you're giving him – you know, an amazing amount per year, and I know 60 is extreme, but whatever. The point I'm making is I'm fine fully guaranteeing it for three years. I just don't like the idea of having it be year five. You're still, it's still like a significant cap hit to move on from them. Yeah, I get, I get that. And after the Wentz thing, that makes a lot of sense. I would be fine with that. I, I would bet on his future. So, like, I, I understand if they don't do but that. But I don't even think it's a bet. But like, it's... if he's the same guy he is right now for the next three years, that's money well spent. He just has to no, be the no, same. No, 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 no. I'm saying betting, like, doing a longer contract. I'm saying doing a different thing than what you're saying. I would be fine with that. I'd be fine with either. I get your point, but I'm saying if you can have more cap maneuverability yeah. because you, you go know, longer and betting on Hurts at right. the end. I'm fine with that because I believe in Jalen Hurts. As you said in your little, this is what it's going to sound like, there's no one else I would feel more confident just yeah. giving the money in their future, their work, the whole thing. But I understand your point. And with Carson, we saw that anything can happen and weird things happen and you want to be well, able to say, get out one, of things. One but, quick thing. Like, I agree that Jalen is somebody you bet on, right? 100%. The point I'm making is, like, it, it, the Eagles almost have to look at this a little bit as, like, they're just looking at a football player and not Jalen in the way that you have to take into consideration an ability to get out because of injury. Not because of Jalen, not anything like that. You just have to protect yourself against being locked into somebody that could get hurt. 
That's the only thing I'm saying. So it's not an unwillingness to bet on Jalen. You don't have to. I mean, the, the the Chiefs didn't. Well, the Chiefs deal, when you look at the Mahomes deal, like, look, I'm not saying it's the worst contract ever signed, but did you see he got, like, something like $60 million fully guaranteed? It's crazy. And it's like $130 for for injury. If he was a free agent today, I kid you not, I think he could legit, there would be teams that might be willing to pay him, like, I don't know, $80 million a year. <laughs> like, you know, like, if Patrick Mahomes was a free agent, do you think there is a team that would give him $80 million? Uh, Probably. I think so, too. So, and then you would figure right, the rest so out. So with Jalen, like, what are the chances? Because we, you know, we talk about it, but it's also his first contract. But you know, it's a lot of money no matter what. What are the chances that he takes less than, than I know there's agents and blah, 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 but like, or, or structures his way? Because he did. When he was asked about his contract at the end of the season, the locker day or whatever that was, they're like, you know, what are your contract? He's like, I, I don't care. I just want to win. Like, And that yeah. was his mentality and stuff. Like... Does he literally, in some sense, and it's his first country, so I'm not saying he should, nor am I expecting it, but does he put his money where his yeah, mouth is? Yeah, I, I, but I, I think he will, but but I also think, I don't want to say it's insignificant, because we're talking about millions of dollars. It but matters. Every, it ma- yeah, every especially dollar, with his... Uh, I, just, I guess you know. I'll say this. Jalen, in my opinion, will enter the contract negotiations being willing to do this in a way where the, it helps the Eagles. Okay. That's the best way I can yeah, put it. Like I don't it'll know what it. it'll look like. It will, does it mean that he takes most of his money in a signing bonus so they can stretch it out as opposed to most of his money in guaranteed salary. Like, you know, there's that part of it. Does he take $45 million a year as opposed to 52 because that's $7 million? Like, I, I don't know, but my guess is, like, he's going to get paid a ton of money. And frankly, like, my advice to Jalen if I were him were to be like, you have earned, like, you have oh, been underpaid and undervalued your whole career. Yeah, right. Take every dollar you can get. But, but generational family stuff. But it's also true that, you know, if he takes less, it's easier to sign Devontae. Yeah. Look, like, Tom all Brady those things. did it. Like, Tom Brady took less for years. He just did. Now, my question about that is, did he take less early on or later on? Because later on, he well, already had he was a ton a, of money. He was a six-round pick. So, like, he didn't make anything early on. Right. That's how they built those early teams. But, yes, from what I understand, he, and I think it was that when they won those first Super Bowls, it wasn't because of him as much. So, he... Took less than maybe he could have gotten, but still, you know, got a decent amount. But yeah, I mean, from what I understand, until the very end, like he always took less. Yeah, you know. Now he had, you know, side income, whatever. Look, he had a but, lot of money, and yeah. Some, but again, like I always, again, again, I'll never tell anyone not to make what they can, especially in football. You know, putting their bodies on the line, the whole thing for their families on. But like when we're talking about the difference between like a hundred million and hundred and twenty million, like. You know, I know I, it I is agree. $20 million, but, like, you got $100 million. I, I agree with you. And I think they will enter. Now, there's a lot of components to this. Like, his agent is extremely well-established, but also relatively new. Like, his, his agent's not been around for 20 years. She wants to make I think a this statement. is the first quarterback she's ever represented of this substance. So, like, the NFLPA is not going to want him to take a cheap deal. Mm. She's going to want. I agree. Now, look, like, she'll do what's best for him. And, you know, I do think and what's what best for him is to help do. the team, for sure. But also, like, let's be real. It helps her if she gets him, like, the highest paid quarterback contract in NFL history, right? So so I, I think that there's a lot of components here. Ultimately, though, I think here's why I think f- people should feel good about it. Howie and Jake Rosenberg, the cap guy, are really good at their, their jobs and I think have the right intentions. Jalen, I believe, has the right intentions. For my experience in like of Nicole Lynn, his agent, I believe she has the right. So I think there are three people involved here. This isn't like Trello and Drew Rosenhaus and Joe Band. Right. Like I think there are three people involved here that all have the same common goal of getting Jalen paid and making it a team friendly way that helps a team. So that's why I think like we can talk about the deal and how we would structure it. I would be floored, like floored if when we do the Jalen po- like contract post pod, we're sitting here and being like, I don't know, man. Like that 
I, yeah, I would. I would be floored. I would too. All right, last thing. Uh, you're going to the combine next week. I know. Wow. I know. I mean, geez, buddy. Well, like I got to learn about the players. Yeah, I, dude. Well, that's the thing. Normally, we've we've had like a month yeah. to like learn, like draft. Forget the ten pick. Let's get. I know no one. Like Jalen Carter. That's a guy. I know Bryce him. Bryce Young. And I know. And I know CJ Stroud. And, and that's it. And like, I know. It. Oh, and Hendon Hooker. I well, know there's some a of the corner from Oregon that people seem to be really know. Corner, to be clear. No corner. Nope. 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 Um, I know no one else. No one. It's actually. Oh, and the, the, the running back. Just because I saw the McShay mock him to the Eagles. Here would corner. be my initial. Bjorn, Bjorn, right. whatever his name is. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to take it. 10 no. But at 31, I'd be I was going to say 10. No, 31, yeah. yeah sure. Or 30 or whatever it is. 30. Um, so here would be my first initial draft. I know. Well, and also like the. Dolphins pick, whatever. Yes. But my initial draft take would be I I am more into taking someone at 10 than I am trading it. I agree with that. Like, look, look. obviously, if you can move four spots back you and need you feel some, you get you the same some... guy, like, oh, yeah. yeah, clearly. But I think, like, getting a dude at 10, we saw it. Devontae. Devontae was an absolute difference maker for this yeah, team. Yeah, no doubt. You know, Jordan Davis, not as much. Yeah. Like, you know, the yeah. further you go back, like, so... I would, my initial take is I would be more into getting a guy 10 or even like moving up and getting another guy than I am of like collecting uh, more picks. I'm 100% with you. I agree completely. And, but for what's worth, I didn't like the Saints trade initially for that exact reasoning and that worked out. It so did. ultimately. All right. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. Parks Picks Pop. We're going to start to look ahead for the odds for next season. Where are the Eagles in terms of Super Bowl odds? MVP odds for Hurts. I already bet on it. You already Just, bet on it. Full disclosure. Uh, we'll get into all that tomorrow and uh, preview the weekend. Um, and, uh, I guess that we got. Final thoughts? I'm trying to think. Like, of what I've been do, doing. I have two. So I have a Zoe one, and then I have a... I'll do the other one first. I'll do the Zoe one at the end. You want me okay. to do a real one? Yeah, go ahead. Um, all right. So I watched um, over the weekend. Uh, Emily had never seen it. So uh, actually, to buy it on DVD, you can't find this movie anywhere. The Distinguished Gentleman. Have you ever heard of this movie? I've heard of it, but I... Eddie Murphy, 1992. about it. Classic. Like, a cla- it's hilarious. Yeah. Also prescient. Like, this movie was way out of its time. It's talking about, like, super PACs and all this political stuff. Right. Like. It's about a guy who like fakes his way into Congress, essentially, Eddie Murphy. Phenomenal. Like, couldn't recommend it highly enough. Uh, hard to find. I had to buy it on Amazon. Emily had never seen it. I was like, wow. you've never seen the single show? It's me now. I bought it. on. I bought it on DVD. A DVD. That morning show money. Yeah, that's right. It was six ninety nine. There so you go. It cost quite <laughs> a bit. Um, but I will say, the movie was prescient. Uh, big recommendation. But it made me think about Eddie, and uh, I have a take. Go for it. I already made my, he's the funniest person ever, um, take in the mid-80s, early 90s guy. Um, but also... I think that Eddie Murphy has the most distinctive smile hmm. in movie history. In Bold movie history? Right there. Especially so, when it's paired with the laugh. When he does the, the smile, does the <laughs> well, <laughs> little laugh that he does. The most distinctive one. It's an Eddie smile. There's nothing like it. When you first said it, before you added the movie part, my initial thought was like Brandon Graham. Sure, yeah, I said movie. Yeah, yeah, when the movie, right. I'm trying to think who else has a distinctive yeah. smile in movies. Damn good take right here. I feel really good about this one. But I also wonder if people would, like, if people would, if I said, what do you think about when you think of Eddie Murphy? I do wonder if his smile, like, how long till that would be said. But maybe this is me not knowing a ton no, about. No, I just, yeah. think, I, I agree with you. You don't really think about distinctive smiles. Right. Right, in general. I'm good with that. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I'm and good I'm, with I'm that. I'm bringing it to the takes. Um. All right, so here would be my final thought. So... First, since we're in a real one auto-downloaded territory, yes. I created the Go Birds community Twitter group. We're already, I think, over 100 people wow, that have joined. really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, mean, I haven't checked since we started, but we were like close to 90 wow. before. That is very cool. So, Shout um, out to everybody. Yeah. So here's my vision of what I think the group will be. 
And for those who don't know, you go to Twitter, you go to the communities page. I'm not really sure how you get there, but I think it's pretty clear. It's like on the, the side. And just search Go Birds Pod. But also, I have it. I'm going to pin it to the top of the Go Birds Twitter page. Oh. So go to the Go Birds Twitter page. I'll pin it to the top, and it'll be there. You request. So I did request just so only I can only let like real one auto downloaders in. And this way I can control if someone's like, mm-hmm. you know, in there being a not real one. Yes. But so anyway, my vision for it is I think it's a fun place where like people can go. And, like, you put your Eagles thing in, and I think you can get a lot more interaction than if you're just, like, tweeting it out into, into like, whatever, right? So I think it can be a good, like, message board. We'll, I'll be hopping in there. James, I'm sure, will hop in there occasionally. Not as much on Twitter, but a good chance just to talk Eagles. But here's what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put in there, I think. There is this video on Instagram that has been in my head for, like, two weeks mm-hmm. to the point where... I think Kristen got like almost legitimately mad at me today <laughs> because I keep singing the song in it to the okay, like, good. and it's, it's this, it's this guy that's overweight and he shakes his belly and it is like, I'm going to, I'm going to show you this. Maybe I'll show you it right yeah, now. Yeah, show it to me. Okay. I have not we'll seen We'll get a, a live, a yeah, live viewing of I'm it. I'm excited about this. Um, but like, you know how like, you don't have Instagram, so you won't know, but <laughs> on Instagram, like if you watch a certain video, they'll then feed you videos that are similar. Sure. It's yeah, got like so like for algorithm. like months, years, all my feed has been like soccer jerseys and football highlights. <laughs> now I can't even open the app without seeing this guy. All right, hold on. <laughs> is he still shaking his belly? Yeah, he's shaking it. All right. right? Yeah. I, like 800 different variations of it. Like him shaking it in front of a taco spot, him shaking it in front mm-hmm. of like, uh. like out in like wherever. It, and so today, I'm like getting ready to go, and Kristen came down to like give me a, a a hug goodbye. And when I was hugging her, I started doing the song, and she's like, she's like, stop! And she like walked upstairs. <laughs> so how excited would you be if you're walking down the street and that dude walks by you? I so <laughs> I haven't taken a selfie with somebody in a really long time. You would do it. There. I think for him, I would. Do I it. love that. Yeah, I right. think he would be the one. That I would love do it. it. All right, uh, we're gonna be back tomorrow. Um, all right. Uh, last thing, I'll just leave you with a. Zoe quote. Yes. Kind of become a thing. Um, I thought this one pretty funny. So I was gonna watch an episode of Poker Face. And Zoe I'm a little out on that show. So I I'm 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 I like it. It's just too repetitive for me. Every episode's the same. It well, I don't want to spoil it. Don't spoil it. Yeah, but it's yeah. like Columbo or any of those type of shows. You just don't like that they tell you who it is at the beginning. Well, it's just like every show, it's like, oh, someone died. Oh, she figured it out because she can tell yeah. people are lying. But that's that's the gimmick. It's, that's it's, the whole show. And it was fun for like four episodes. Seven yeah. in, I'm like, we get it. She's going to figure it out tired. because she can tell who's yeah, lying. That's the sh- I mean, but that's like... It's like it's like any of these shows. Though. You know that, right? Like Columbo or... Yeah, or, like, I, and all I'm these- fine with it, but I, I just... I don't think it's as good as I used to think. Okay. I thought the first episode was like unbelievable. Yeah. The the second, like, I'm not as in now. Okay. You also don't even hear from the guy that's chasing her anymore. By the way, I'm three in The Last of Us, and it's fine. Oh, really? Everyone's going nuts about it. I'm surprised you didn't love the third episode. It's it's good. You know? I thought it's it was got, It's got Ron Swanson in it. Yeah, I like that's that. what I mean. Love, yeah, but I mean, it's like... What? I think it's very good. It's solid. I think it's way better than Poker Face. It's good. I, they're completely different things. Like, I, mean, I think fair. it's probably better than Poker Face, but yeah. like, you know, it's not like... So I'm all caught up, and the last one was like... It was well, really overrated good. so far. I think it's fine. It's I think good. you went in with two high expectations. I'm not going in. I'm not like so, super but... excited to watch it. Like it's more of like, a, all right, I guess I'll watch The Last of Us. So that's where I'm at with it. But right. anyway, so I told her I was going to watch an episode of Poker Face, and she goes, <laughs> she goes, does he poke a lot? That's what the show's about. <laughs> I said, I said, you, well, it's very repetitive. I so. said, yeah, but it's a she. She pokes a lot, and she goes, 
cool. I love girls who poke a lot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there you go. Was, I'd be curious to know what, the what girls in her life she knows, <laughs> she knows that, that are constantly poking. Does he poke a lot? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. She's a girl. I, I love feel like girls. she'd watch it and be like, we get it. <laughs> she can tell they're lying. Oh, my God. She solved it again. Also, like what I don't get is why do pe- why do places keep hiring her? She's on the run. Well, it's like crap jobs. Though. It's, those are. Yeah, but you still need like a W two. No, it's not that's like... the point. She's in small towns doing like backstage. She's like a backstage person. At a thing. She like, just quits after three days those every are, time. Those are under the table jobs. Those are jobs that like you know people who don't have papers or this uh. that or whatever would do. That that the, the, the job that that is an unfair complaint. You're complaining about the show. In, I just think general. it's so funny thing if we're going to towns and like doing the interview process, getting hired. But it's not to... like you're thinking about real interview process. This is like oh you can like clean up the the back but alley. It's like she for just us. shows up and goes, hey, I'm here to work. Like this is small town America, small right. towns and stuff. I just think it's a very flawed show. Yeah, I that it's I good. But I think with, it's very flawed. I disagree. Which is with ironic because the other show that what's that actress's name? Natasha Leon. The last show I watched of her was where Russian doll. She dies every twenty four hours, yeah. and it's literally repetitive. So it was the, amazing. The first it was, season it was better. Yeah, I thought. The first, oh, way better. First yeah, season but, Russian doll was. But it's funny phenomenal. now she's in a show that's like the same thing again and again yeah, and again yeah. and again and again. It's yeah. like oh my god, they're lying. How'd you know? Right. So don't watch it anymore. I don't want to. Well then don't. I'm going to. You're in control of your own destiny. I finally buddy. gave up on the servant. Did you? Yeah. After three seasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you wait, me and Chris and just couldn't do it anymore. After like two episodes. Yeah, no. I, like, we yeah, did a Last whole, of Us is whole... getting one more episode. I mean, we'll see wow. What All right. Yeah. That's unfair. People keep saying it's so great. And I keep on like, well, it's going to get great. It's fine. It's it's very good. It's okay. It's not very good. I think it's very, very good. Okay. I give it a, a eight out of 10. Yeah. It's like a six out of 10 right now for me. All right. I know if you wrap up, let me ask you real quick. Yeah. If you were grading something from one to ten, like if all right, so you saw a movie and I was like, eh, I I gave it a seven out of ten. What would you think of that score? I think it was fine. Now, what if I gave it a five? Yeah, I would think it's bad. So okay, thank. Which you. is funny, but you're right because it's, oh, it's, it's because this. of it's because of grading. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't think we've agreed this much on a final thought. <laughs> like I have, I have got, I have been. And debating this with my friends for forever. Because they're like, no, a five out of ten is the middle. I'm like, I know, but a five is an F. Yeah. And a seven is yeah. an A. Yes. All right, thank you. Yeah. That's it. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free for people to chime in. Okay. It's also kind of like, I miss where, we'll you know. Yeah. Our mics and stuff. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We love everybody. Thank you for showing up. I do miss the Super Bowl run. Yeah. I will say. See? I just See? It's a yeah. bummer, isn't it, Elliot? But it's, it's a not bummer. about them losing. It's, not it's all a... happy and sunshine and roses. But it's not about them losing. It's about just like bummer that it's over. Bummer. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Uh we'll be back tomorrow. Parks Picks Pod. And uh That's it. That's all I got. There it is. He's all I'm doing.